Yo, what is good, Seas fans? It's Nathan here, aka the Boston Brit. Just before we hop into the pod, me and Tom have been advised by Carol from PR that, you know, this pod may contain some cheeky language. So we kind of have to tell you that before you jump in. So if you're sensitive, well, it's probably best you missed the pod. But anyway, let's jump straight into it. Welcome to That UK Celtics Podcast. Tatum drives George right there. Tatum gets a wide open look. Nath, aka the Boston Bricks. I'm here with my co-host Tom Wade. Tom, how are you, man? I'm good, bro. How are you doing? Not too bad, not too bad. We are back with another episode of that UK Celtics podcast, and it is quite possibly the biggest episode we've ever done. And for that sole reason, is that we have our number 37, Semi Ojale, with us. Semi, how are you going? I'm good, man. Appreciate y'all having me on the on the pod, man. For real. No worries. Thank you for coming on, man. Because I mean, uh, you know, you've been asked probably about five hundred million times by loads of people to come on the podcast. So we're lucky enough to have you on our podcast. So really appreciate it. No problem, man. No problem. Okay, so th- th- this season of the podcast, we've we've asked all of our guests. You know, the, the whole the whole reason for it is, is that's how I got in, how you got into basketball. Right. So, I mean, we'll fly straight into that question. Like, Sam, how, how did you get into basketball? You know, what was your first memories? Who did you watch growing up? Who were your idols? Yeah. yeah, uh so really basketball was just like like any other kid, I kinda just I hoop just for fun. Like I got I remember having a, a picture of me at like a couple years old holding a little little mini ball with the mini hoop. So I mean I got into it early, but the reason I fell in love with it was watching my brother. Um he picked it up uh probably like seventh grade. And uh even though soccer was his sport, like basketball is what he loved, and I watched him like work his tail off. Um, to, to walk on at K-State, to become a really good high school player. And when I saw the way he worked, like, that just made me fall in love with the game. So I definitely credit my, uh, like, my love for the game to him. Oh, amazing, amazing. I mean, what was your so – so I suppose your first memory is, is something yeah. to do with your brother. Like, what was your first memory of, of, of him playing basketball or, or of you, you know, like, draining a first three or something like that? You know, what was your first ever memory? Can you remember? I remember is him like beat me down the driveway. Like we would, we would play one on one, bro, and he would cook me. Like he played physically, knocked me down. <laughs> like I go into the house every night, like salty, bro. Until until I turned like probably like 14, 14 years old. I think that was like the first time I beat him, and I was so hyped. Like he was in college. I like, came back from school. I beat him. Got my got my win. Like from there, I just took off. <laughs> I mean, question is, will he be able to take you now? Oh him? No, I don't, no, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, I think I think he was saying the same thing. I mean, he just don't. Um, he don't really hoop like that anymore. I mean, he's he's in the business. He's climbing up the ladder daily. So, um, yeah, those battles are are behind us now. <laughs> I think I might need some of that mentality to be honest, Sammy. Because, like previously, one of our one of our listeners asked who would win on a one on one, me and Nath. and like, I'm not gonna lie. 
I've, I haven't shot a basketball. I have actually recently, but before that, I've never shot one. So I think we're going to need some one-on-one -on -one tips from yourself because I think the guy's going to be a little bit too much for me. Well, Tom, Tom's, Tom's going to need some tips. I mean, I'm going to absolutely murder him. So it's, it's not, it's not going to be, it's not, it's not going to be hard, mate. You're going to need them tips, Tom. I tell you. <laughs> okay, so Sam, who, who did you follow growing up? Like, well, who was your team? Like, who were your idols? I'm actually uh, a big, big Kobe fan, man. Um, just a lot of respect for him, the way he worked. Like, he was, he was that guy I looked up to 100%. So, I mean, I was watching, I was watching LA growing up, and uh, you know, watching their battles with the, with the seas was something special. You know, I, I looked at KG and Paul and Ray and that team, like, that team was incredible. And, like, the way they took down Kobe uh, in that finals that year, like, was was big time. So, um, you know, it's just a, a combination of, of watching those guys and seeing what they did and trying to add it into the way I work. Yeah, I mean, cause Kobe, yeah, Kobe's mentality is just, you know, second to none, really, isn't it? No, obviously, rest in peace to him. And um, it, was, it was amazing to see... Uh, me and Thomas spoke about this on previous podcasts where, uh, you know, it, it was amazing to see you know, the likes of like Bill Russell, like the most heavily Celtics guy going, you know, just wearing, you know, all, all Lakers stuff, like with the Kobe hoodie and, and the hat and stuff, just to pay respect. And the right. whole league was there, eight second uh, violations, 24 second violations and stuff. It was, it was, it was amazing to see. It just goes to show that, you know, basketball is, you know, on the court is the most fiercest, one of the most fiercest sports going, but, off the court is nothing but respect. So has to be. Has to be. I mean, at the end of the day, like we still just people um, doing what we love. So we we try to remember that, and I think people uh, really saw that when Kobe passed. Yeah, definitely. You, you said the same thing, didn't you, Tom? Yeah, I mean, like I'm psyched. I I cut me open. I bleed green. But you know, when 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 Kobe when Kobe passed, it's just that that hit home because like growing up. Obviously, I'm, I missed I missed a lot of the older older sides like the KG, Paul Pierce. I came in late. I think Danny traded them like two two three months after I got into the team. But like watching Kobe back then was just insane. Like a lot of people say he was past his peak then, but right. I, I still argue and say Kobe's Kobe. Like right. no matter what, he was always one of the best guys on the court and. The influence he's had on so many players, Sammy, like yourself, you know, like 90% of today's NBA NBA players, they they modeled, they they idolized Kobe. If they didn't idolize Kobe, they idolized LeBron. But LeBron, a lot of people forget, LeBron idolized Kobe as much as you know as, as they did him. So the loss of Kobe was hard, and like when somebody, a, a guy like that and that stature that had such a mark on our game, I think all the Celtics, Lakers, rivalry, it just goes out the window. Basketball doesn't really matter when it comes to losing a guy like Kobe. Right, right. The 2020's been the po quite possibly the wildest and worst year, you know, obviously Kobe passing and the league being spent because of coronavirus and Semi beating me at FIFA a few times. I mean, it's not really <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to mention that, but now you mention it, you know. <laughs> I, I took my licks the other day too. Boy, playing, uh, what's his name, Rooney, bro? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. I watched that. He's, 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 he's really good, he is, isn't he? Yeah. But one day, one day, Sam, I will beat you. It's going to happen, man. It's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I blame that. As long as I score more goals and concede less than Nate, I'm happy. 
<laughs> okay, okay. So moving on. So obviously, by, by, in regards to your career, obviously you were drafted by us in 2017. I mean, I'm not going to go into too much detail, but obviously that must have been one of the highlights of your of your athletic life, like just of your life probably um, yeah. so far. I mean, what was what was your? Quite a few people have asked this um, question, like. What was your first conversation you had with Brad? Can you remember it? Or was it with Danny? Or like, what was your first conversation you had with the organization? Yeah, that, uh, that night they both both called me, told me, you know, just welcome to the team. Um, really, they just they just told me, like, they knew I was going to work. And, like, I didn't know how much I was going to play coming in because, I mean, obviously we had, you know, Gordon Al, Marcus Morris, Marcus Smart, Kyrie was on that team. Um, all these great players were already there. So, um, I knew I definitely had to just put my work in and keep my head down. And then, you know, things have unfolded. And uh, it's been a, a good good couple of years for me here. So um, their their advice for me was just to to put the work in and let it take care of itself. And that's what's happened. Well, yeah. I mean, your, your, your performance against Cleveland just goes to show that, you know, you drop your career high and it was it was, it was great to see. And uh, hopefully, you, you know what I mean? You're going to be part of, the, part of the team for many more years to come. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like, it's been a joy to watch, to be fair. Like, the improvement in not in, in yourself has just been insane. And, like, that's what I wanted to know, actually. And I said to Nate, that's one question I would have asked you. Like, what, what changed for you? What, like, you know, you got your career high against Cleveland, and, mm. like, that feeling must just have been, wow, like, I've got this. I, I, I've got this. And that was just news of motivation. And you've just gone on and proved, like, a hell of a lot. And it's, it's great to see, but the one thing that stands out for me, I, I really want to put this to you before you have to go, like, but if you had to set yourself a goal within the next three years, like, what what is your ultimate goal to get to? I mean, the the ultimate goal for me is to be, like, a big part of a championship. Like, that's that's what you go down and that's what you remember that. It's like, if you really did something to help your team win a championship, like, you're going to be remembered for that. Um, for me, like, it's between the ears, like, physically – Skill-wise, like, I keep working every day, but as long as I keep my confidence at a high level, you know, my game's going to continue to improve and I'm going to play well. So um, there's going to be ups and downs, no doubt about it. But if I can keep my, my mind sharp and keep my confidence up, you know, that's how I, I reach that goal. Yeah, definitely, man. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's – it's, I mean, even this season, you know, the team – this is kind of like my next question, the fact that the team, like the chemistry, especially, you know, on the screen and what – you know, and what what – obviously you guys can see anyway because you're around all the guys anyway all, all, all day every day but what we can see is you know the the, the camaraderie and you know with the guys like Ennis and the guys like Grant Williams <laughs> is that just making jokes and just being funny guys all the time and stuff like that like what is what has that been like having those those kind of big characters in, in the locker room where it's just you know it's quite laid back but when it gets down to it you go out and you you guys just show up day in day out I mean, you, you need those guys because the season gets long, man. Like, you know, long road trips. Sometimes you, you drop a couple games. Uh, I mean, just the, the monotony of the whole, the grind can, can wear on guys. But when you have a, a Ennis, a Grant, a Smart, you know, guys that just bring big energy every day and just always have something to say, like, um, they lift everybody's spirit. And we appreciate those guys, even when they're, like, they're talking too much. You're like, man, like, why is this dude always got – got something to say but like you need that <laughs> like, last year we had we had Baines you know Baines every day no matter what always had energy and you need guys like that yeah that's what that's what I was saying actually like in the in the locker room who do you like I, I'm that's probably not nice to put it on people but 
who's been like a big influence from you, for you like since you've been with the Souths? Like, who's been the guys that have you like sort of said come, like put you under the wing and said come here you know let's like just talk let's look at this let's look at that do this do that and we've just been there to guide you definitely definitely Gordon I mean he was like the first guy that that uh you know welcomed me when I got with the team like worked out with him in the summertime I'm working out with him the whole the whole year I mean he's the guy I'm with like shooting with working out with playing against so um, he's been a, a big brother to me, and I appreciate him a lot. You know, he, um, you know, I, I can't really put it into words like how much he's helped me just watching him work, watching him be consistent, watching him come back from a, a almost career-ending injury that people mm -hmm. thought he'd never, you know, bounce back from, and watching him just just fight through that. So it's been uh, it's been great to to be his teammate and to work alongside him. Yeah, yeah we and I mean obviously Kemba Kemba coming in as well. Yeah. Like, what is what is Kemba like? Because I mean he must be. On the court, we just see him as the ultimate team player, the ultimate like guy to have on the court in terms of he can be a facilitator and he can also help you guys out and getting getting you into positions where you know you can make those those easy buckets. Like, what what is Kemba like having in the locker room? Right, I'm not gonna lie, like it's a joy to play with Kem because like he's so positive. Like I've never seen a guy who's like literally right in the spotlight just enjoy it and like you know you see him. I remember first game out there, like first game regular season, like he missed like a couple shots. Everybody like the crowd's kind of tense. He kind of looked at the bench and like kind of smiles, like man, like I'm gonna hit the next one. We like, man, what's this dude made of? Like even in the midst of all that pressure, he's still able to smile, be positive. And like when you have a guy like that out there, like bro, everybody else can just play free around him because you know they know that uh, he believes in them no matter what they do. So um, having him has been been great. Obviously, we know we haven't got uh, too much longer, Sam, because you've got to jump. But I mean, like, so we kind of spoke about the locker room and some of the guys and stuff. Like, have you got any? I mean, we always seem to see Ennis just posting stuff on Instagram, <laughs> being a funny guy. And obviously, we've recently seen, you know, you guys absolutely rip into Jason Tatum's Abercrombie fragrance. Uh, <laughs> and obviously, Jalen Brown's just, Jalen Brown dropped his. Um, his new music video, which we saw in your stream last night. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> um, I mean, like, what have you got any like funny stories of some of the guys where like, they played a prank on someone, and you know, it's just had a locker room in stitches? Uh, not not really. I mean, I know the 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 rookies have been just they hate having to get like little things like soap or go to the store and get everybody food, snacks <laughs> for the plane. Like they can't stand it. Like Grant's the only one that wants to do it, and like. I don't know. He's he's just that kind of guy. But Romeo Carson, like they can't stand it when guys make him go like go get stuff. Like Smart is definitely the one that's always on their neck too. So they're always like <laughs> back and forth. Like nah, like I don't want to go do it. He's like, no, you're a rookie. I had to do it when I was a rookie. But um, for me, like I never really try to you know make him do stuff. I just try to help him out because I know it can be tough as it is to be a rookie in this league for sure. Yeah, I mean, well, didn't Grant give you all candles or something for Christmas? Was it? Was it? <laughs> he did. He did. <laughs> That's the kind of guy he is, man. Grant's A1. He's, yeah, he's a, he's, he's, a, he's a funny guy. Like when he um, had the microphone, well, pretended to hold his phone up when Smart was in the interview. Oh, yeah. yeah. This, oh, mate, this is, I mean, this team this team has provided us loads of laughs and, and, and everything this season, so it's been great. Chemistry, chemistry this year between you guys has just been. It's been mind blowing to see that the chemistry and the togetherness is just yeah. next level. That's yeah. yeah, amazing. It's amazing. I mean, like, so moving on swiftly. I mean, what what's been your favorite city to play? Because obviously you travel so so much. Like, what what is what is on the calendar on the schedule? You look at it and you go, I can't. Yeah, I love that city. I can't wait to go back there and play again. Like, what's been your 
your highlight cities, really? I mean, most of the time, it's just anywhere warm. So if it's, you know, L.A., <laughs> LA somewhere in Florida, Miami, Orlando, like, because it's usually middle of the winter, so we, we get somewhere warm, we're like, thank God. Um, <laughs> I, think, I think MSG is a, like, great historic place. Like, atmosphere-wise, like, Philly and Milwaukee, probably the most, two of the most hype places to play. Um, OKC is actually lit, too. Um, so th th there's a lot of cities that, like, you wouldn't think it, but their fans are always backing them. And the biggest thing I realized, like, when you wear that that, uh, that Celtics on your chest, like, you you got a target on your back. So um, wherever we go, we know we got to represent because people are coming after us. 100%. We are, we are the champ well, it's championship city, isn't it? So, I mean, like, that pressure. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's one question that, you know, I've, I've always wanted to ask a Celtics player. Like, do you, do you ever feel that pressure? Do you ever feel the pressure from the city? Or is it one of those things where, you know, you feel more... In, in, in like together with the city rather than against, like, do you know what I mean? Because I can imagine being a professional athlete, like the, the, the amount of pressure that you must have anyway. Uh, yeah. But going out every night and playing, you know, f f for the Boston Celtics, 17 championships, going for 18, hopefully getting 18 within right. the few years. Right. What, what is that pressure? What is that pressure like? Uh, I, I don't really feel as pressure. I feel like a responsibility to, to represent the city for sure, um, knowing what what they've put in as fans and what players before me have put in to, to lay the way for, for us to play here. Um, I don't think there's pressure because, you know, I, I try to put my heart and soul out there every time I play and I try to put the work in long before I ever step on that court um, when it's, you know, game day, game night. So um, I don't feel pressure in that way, but I definitely feel a responsibility to represent um, God, the city, you know, um, the people that have supported me to get here, my family, my friends. So um, it's just a, uh, recognition of, of what it means to, to play um, at this level. Um, obviously, Sammy, you, you've worked, well, you was at college, Coach K, now you're, you're with the South, Brad Stevens, like, yeah. what's it been like to work with two guys that are just so, like, basketball IQ-wise, yeah. so intelligent, and they, the coaching is just unreal from, from my point of view, what, the, how I see it, from what, how I see those guys coach, but what's it like to be part of those regimes and be a part of those teams. Yeah, it's been great. I mean, like, I definitely say, like, Coach K, his, his biggest strength is, is teaching guys discipline. And and Brad, on the other hand, he knows um, the game in and out, you know, X's and O's, offense, defense. So um, it's been great to, to learn from their different leadership styles, from um, their strengths, and just to watch them uh, communicate with, with great players. We had great players, you know, I do great players here. So um, just watching them interact is something I've been trying to pick up on and, and store for, um, you know, my future. Yeah, definitely. To be fair, it's actually quite funny. Actually, I do actually, I have your Duke jersey. Oh, bro. In my drawer, but I, I did hang it up and I don't know why I didn't do that. I'll take a picture and I'll send it to you later, Sam. But before you go, we've got a couple of games which, you know, we like to play, I guess. We have, we're we're going to switch up slightly on this one. Um, just for we're going we're gonna to ask um, Vinny P the, the same um, questions uh, well, whenever he comes on the pod. But um, so we've got word association games. So I know you kind of did this when you come over to London. Yeah. Uh, but so I've got some some English words, and you try and guess what they are in American, essentially. Like, Here we go. Pavement. What do you, know what that means? you said you said pavement. Pavement. Yeah. That's a, that's an English word. Is pavement. Yeah. <laughs> Probably road, I guess. Maybe. Yeah, well, I'll give you that. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Yeah. Basically, in America, it's like sidewalk. So it's, like, it's a similar, oh, okay. similar okay. kind of thing. Okay, so the next one is miffed. Like you like you messed it up, like you botched it, I think, maybe? 
not quite. It's it's upset and offended. Or oh, <laughs> man. Okay. So, so you might you might get this one. So I think this was in the Celtics um, video when when they did it. But uh, minging, minging, yeah, minging, yeah. Uh, I mean, first thing that comes to mind is like painful, like it hurts, I'm like stinging, kind of. I don't know. It means it means <laughs> disgusting. It means disgusting. <laughs> and next one we've got is Giza. Giza, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know. Like, it sounds like a some sort of like diss or something like that. Like he's a geezer or something. Like, I don't know. It's, it's another word for a bloke, for a guy. Oh, oh that 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 geezer over there. Mostly they say it in London, to be honest. Um, so we've got a, a couple of funny ones, um, which some people have asked me to ask you. So what does bladdered, or another word to say is twatted. What does bladdered or twatted mean? <laughs> what? what? <laughs> yo, yo I, would think, I would go with it's negative. It's definitely negative, I think. Maybe, uh, I don't know, either like upset or like you messed something up. Something. I'll give you a clue, Sammy. Um, another one is another a word you can put with that is smashed. Smashed? Or intoxicated. Oh, like like drunk? That's what it yeah, is? That's what it is. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So next time you see an English guy and you see him drunk, they say, oh, he's bladdered or he's twatted. And that, that's what it is. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, and then we've got... Um, so this is a phrase. So this is a phrase. Um, so we've got arse over tit. So, oh, she's she's gone arse over tit. What does arse over tit mean? <laughs> Uh, oh, I guess she she probably dressed crazy, like I don't know, dressed in the nines. I guess. No, I mean she's I mean she's fallen over. So if someone falls over, you go, oh, they've gone ass over tit. <laughs> yeah, where y'all come up with this? <laughs> oh my lord, bro! And then the last one, the last one we've got is Peng. 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 P e n g. Peng. I got nothing for that. I'll give you. I'll give you a, a slight clue. So you go. Oh, she's Peng. She look good, I guess. Yeah, she's hot. She's hot. Uh, I'll give you that. I was, gonna say, I was like, that could mean anything, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't do too badly. You didn't do too badly, considering. But I mean, okay. So for the final game, uh, which is our fantasy draft game, I'm going to throw it over to Tom, and Tom will explain, you know, what we're doing with the guests and. Uh, you know, a prize that you could win. Mm. Yeah, so Terry, basically, what we're going to ask you to do now is you get to pick your starting five. So you're the, you're the GM of semi Basketball Club. You get to pick five players from today's NBA, all mm. clean villa health, everybody's healthy. Um, basically, what we're going to do is we're going to get every single one of our guests to do the same. And at the end of the series, we're going to put it into 2K, run it on 2K, and the winner gets uh, that UK Celtic basketball uh, T-shirt, basically, that UK Celtics pod T-shirt. So stakes are high. So, you know, and I've, I've got to be honest, a few of the guys that have come on previously have gone real into detail about it. So, yeah, basically, starting five, who would you, ha who would you take, why, and, yeah. Uh, shoot, I'll take, I'll take Kemba, Smart, uh, Gordon, 
uh, Tice and uh, JB. Love that. We've gone all Celtics. We've gone all Celtics. <laughs> we've had Carl Draper. We had Carl Draper on, and he didn't pick any Celtic. <laughs> Tell me the first guy to pick the all Celtics team, and for that. You're going to get teacher anyway, You are the greatest, greatest <laughs> guest we have ever had. Like, you only get five, so obviously, obviously Jason's in my five before everybody, like, start <laughs> trying to help me. Like, I want to split it out there. Obviously, Jason's in my five, but, I mean, we'll just... We'll it's, just a take it's tough. It's a tough decision. Yeah, it's a tough decision. We'll say six, five. <laughs> well, Sammy, I mean, obviously, you need to... We know you need to shoot because you've got loads of things doing. We really appreciate you coming on the podcast. No, I um, so guys that is it for this you know short episode of that uk service podcast hope you enjoyed it uh tom thank you very much for um being late with your dinner mate but you come on you came on in the end <laughs> yeah i'm sorry my, my tidiness will be will be will be better next time sammy i promise <laughs> but like thanks for coming on man all the best with the team and stuff and obviously I'll, i'm i'm rooting for you so you know we'll speak soon and stuff thanks right. for coming on no, I appreciate you, fellas, man. Nate, I'm going to see you tonight. And uh, yeah. thanks, fellas. 100%. See you later. Cheers, appreciate y'all. So that's the end of this week's That UK Celtics podcast. We're back next week with another episode. And be sure to like, subscribe, review, and share the pod. But until next time, people, peace. <laughs>